Hi everyone and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jody, the founder of Solstice and I'm here with Audrey and we are going to be talking about the solar eclipse that is happening on the 25th of October 2022. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, yes, this solar eclipse is happening um, as Jody just said, 25th of October 2022 at 2 degrees in Scorpio. It's a partial solar eclipse and it's happening on um, during the new moon, which is when solar eclipses happen. Um, what, what, what do you know about eclipses, Jody? Well, I was going to ask what, for anyone that doesn't know, what is a solar eclipse? So is it when the moon goes between the earth and yeah. the sun? Yes, exactly. So solar eclipses are the ones that look like there is... Um, basically a big shadow like a big the, the moon is in front of the sun and then you have the ring of the sun around the moon um, versus a lunar eclipse is when you see earth's shadow on the moon that's why it's a bit orangey reddish mm. um, but the solar eclipse, eclipse is exactly what you said the moon is in between the earth and the sun um, and I don't know that much more about the science of it, unfortunately. <laughs> do you know how, do they happen often? Um, there's some years, there's more than others. Mm. I believe this year there's only been, there will be four. Um, there's been big eclipse years where there's been like six or oh, wow. seven, I think. Um, but they don't happen too often, but there always are a few in a year. Ah, so they're not amazingly rare. They happen a few times a year. I remember growing up, I thought like an eclipse was something that happened every, you know, in a blue moon kind of thing. I think um, from a astronomical perspective, um, some of them are more visible than others. So I think uh, it is, there's some very rare ones where they're like on certain parts of earth, you can see them very clearly. You can see them very well um, and others you can't see very well. So I think maybe the ones that they make a huge deal of are the ones that you can really see. Uh, that's why they say for some of them, you know, like wear special yeah. glasses and stuff because mm -hmm. the light. Um, but they do happen periodically and they are um, astrologically and more spiritually marking profound periods of change. Um, and, you know, just like the moon cycles mark kind of periods of reflection or uh, manifestation um the eclipses are uh bigger and the changes that come last longer uh whereas the moon cycles you know you can go every two weeks mm. kind of renews resets yeah and so this new moon so we have quite a few things going on at the same time the new moon the solar eclipse um and scorpio yeah so the new moon always will or the solar eclipse will always happen during a new moon mm -hmm. um because that's when the moon and the sun line up. Mm -hmm. um, but this is happening in two degrees Scorpio. So we're entering the beginning of Scorpio season as well. So the sun is entering Scorpio. The moon is in Scorpio. Um, and Venus is actually going to be in Scorpio as well. So we have a lot going on at the same time. And there's obviously other astrological things going on at the time. But we're going to try to keep on track with the eclipse. Because otherwise it can get quite confusing. Um but in general, um, eclipses are kind of 
they're going to take there's time it takes to register these events so you want to look a few months before you want to look a few months after see the kind of patterns things that are coming up in your life um and you might want to take note of how you feel and what's coming up for you during these times because in three or six months you can look back on it and see what's changed um so it might be a good time to like keep a diary mm-hmm. or keep track journaling things like that yeah mm-hmm um, and because they're quite potent energy, um, oftentimes they can be felt like a month before, which I definitely have felt mm-hmm. it. I don't know if you felt anything. Yeah, yeah, especially in the last few, like, I think pretty much a few weeks. And I felt it quite a lot around the full moon. Then almost things kind of settle a bit. And then just today, I was saying everything just feels like it's sort of testing a little bit. Everything was moving really quite smoothly. Mm. And then just when things you expect to just fall into place and, yep, this happened, this happened, little moments just aren't quite Mm. matching up. And it's like, oh, what's happening? Yep. I also feel like I've had a different experience of time in Mm. the last, like, even week. Um, Like, I've had no concept of time. I wake up in the morning and it doesn't feel like the morning. You know, I'm going to sleep at night and, like, this doesn't feel like it should be night. Um don't exactly know what that's about but things just feel a little bit like off and having um quite intense dreams as well yes yeah and also um the the other girls like we were all saying yesterday that the night before that all of our dreams are weird so strange and loads of friends and different people have been saying the same thing we all had crazy dreams and they were like, oh, is it a full moon? But it's not. But it's something else that's happening. Mm-hmm. So if everyone's having crazy dreams all yeah. around the same time. Yeah. I think, uh, which leads really beautifully into what this solar eclipse is about, because it's in Scorpio. Scorpio is about the hidden, about the unconscious. And what um, the solar eclipse does, because solar is the sun, and the sun is seen. So um, Scorpio energy the hidden, whatever's underneath, whatever's unconscious is ready to be seen. So the unconscious is bubbling up on the surface. And if you think of dreams being our quite a direct point of contact with our unconscious, Mm. um, it's like kind of like smacking us in the face being like, look at me. Yeah. Like look at what's underneath. Um, Look internally for what's underneath. So I'm not surprised. I'm mm. not surprised we're all having strange dreams. Yeah. And that's, I guess, too, as well, about the the whole, the full moon of sort of letting go and releasing things and the new moon being new beginnings. And to make space for those new beginnings and growth, you have to let go and release mm-hmm. things to make space for those new things. Mm-hmm. So if there's things un- like bubbling underneath that you're not, acknowledging or not dealing with it's actually probably quite good that they're also bubbling up because then that makes space for all the things that we want to do from the new moon yeah going forward and it's i it's almost like it's not going to feel as gentle there's been times before you know each new moon each full moon the moons that come up um they give us little nudges encourage us you know reflect look Mm. look into yourself look at what's coming up for you and if you haven't been doing that um these eclipses will kind of they'll they're going to show up in a way that if you might not be ready for yeah um so then it's kind of also about uh 
finding out how to sit with that rather than reacting um, and blaming the external world for everything that's going on. Um, so it can be it can be quite difficult for people if you haven't been doing the work, especially. Um, but there are cycles for a reason. So in two weeks time after this eclipse, there will be a lunar eclipse, um, which will align with the full moon and that will bring Taurus energy. And so there might be some more settling, some more grounding, um, that we might not feel necessarily for the solar. Uh, so it is a big catalyst for change and it's kind of like change that you can't stop. It's inevitable. So we have to just ride the wave. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's maybe um, easier to sit with that if you know that in a couple of weeks or a little while it's sort of, there's the more grand, there's, it's not like it's forever. No, exactly. And go through that and um, kind of embrace it. Mm. And is that you know, how people say the Scorpio sting and things like that? Is kind of that made me think of it when you're saying it's, it won't be great, but it's almost like, pay attention to me yeah. <laughs> stinging you like you've been trying to push me away but actually no come and pay attention to me so that we can sort this out get it out mm. and do what we need to do to then move forward into the best way possible and that's what scorpio energy wants it wants um evolution it wants healing it wants transformation so as much as scorpio is connected to the shadow sides of life and the hidden and the taboos and the extremes it's associated with the eighth house, which is associated with um, birth and death and life and sex and basically every kind of like extreme or taboo of life um, because through those things come great transformation and evolution. So it is, it's stinging you. It's stinging you whether you like it or not to kind of wake up um, and change for the better. Uh, that does not mean it's not painful and difficult and challenging. Um, oftentimes it is, but it can also be quite beautiful. Um, And this particular solar eclipse is conjunct with Venus. So you're gonna have lots of themes around relationships um, as well, relationships to yourself, relationships with others. Um, And Venus is about your desires. It's about love, it's about pleasure, um, aesthetics, beauty. So it might kind of, it might bring about an evaluation of how you want to kind of work on, transform, heal through relationships. And if you think about like psychology and like psychodynamic like therapies, um, that's what the dynamic is about. It's about relational healing, to know that we're healing a relationship with ourselves, but also healing the relationships that we have with other people. What's psychodynamic? What is that? Psychodynamic therapies um, are like psychotherapies that follow um, the theories that are dynamics in relation. So it's not looking at a person as one singular being who can heal. They can heal on their own, but necessarily it's not just about them. It's about how they relate to the world and how they relate to other people. Um, And this comes from the fundamentals of our um, first relationships, which are usually our care our caretakers when we're born. So all the people around us, we then form relationships with, um, 
on like a developmental level you know we're babies we don't know who we are we think we're everyone else usually we think we're our mother Mm. until we distinguish ourselves and we go oh I'm me and you're you and then you form that relationship and you know your mother can be some kind of mother parent caregiver um they feed me so I know that they feed me um they hold me I know that they hold me they take care of me they love me um so that's the basis of your kind of starting to understand relationships and how and from there it takes off obviously we build all these different types of relationships um but the point is is that our kind of existence in this life is heavily oriented around relational being and we're not just by ourselves Mm. you know isolated yeah does that make sense yeah yeah okay it's fascinating so interesting and so this period um with Venus so Venus is in Scorpio as well. And so mm-hmm. that's why it's quite relevant to the time and combining what's ha- what Venus represents and mm-hmm. what Scorpio represents and then what all the what the lunar eclipse represents and new moon mm-hmm. all kind of coming together. Yeah, so the sun, the moon, Venus are all in Scorpio right now. Um Sun and the Moon, that's why it's a solar eclipse, and then Venus on top of that just adds the extra layer of it being about relations um and i mean i can speak even personally the last month it's all been about healing relations and relationships and with scorpio that can come with ruptures and repairs so that can come with um what might feel like deaths of relationships so endings um or endings with like changes but it feels like you know this is how we used to relate and this isn't working anymore whether that's this is crossing your boundaries my boundaries this is unhealthy, this is dysfunctional, um, it used to work, now it doesn't, um, things are changing, so relationships might be ending, but they also just might be changing, um, which those can be painful, but, um, healing yourself will impact everyone around you, and so it, it, everything will be changing, (laughs) just relationally, Mm. you know, whether that's, um, close family relations, partnerships work relationships anybody in your life is there something that people could be doing to sort of help facilitate that during this period like especially over the the lunar eclipse or over the um, new moon um anything they could i often on a new moon um that we've done before with our lives um on instagram writing down um your intentions writing down um what your goals and things like that specifically with this one is there any sort of things we should be doing in relation to where we will be around this time Mm -hmm. that's different to another new moon yeah i think um with scorpio energy very important to um retreat inward to a certain extent i think the solar eclipse since it's this it's the sun and it's seen there will be probably quite a lot of external events going on um and we don't want to underestimate the power of it being with ourselves and i think being with yourself will help you can kind of untangle the relationships that are going on to understand what you are bringing in terms of your own relational patterns towards other people 
um, versus trying to constantly work it out with other people as if this it needs to be um, this needs to be like reactive and figured out right now. But I think retreating a little bit inward, coming into yourself, whether that's however you want to do it with us journaling, um, talking to yourself, you can talk to a stuffed animal. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> I'm speaking for a friend. Um, but uh, having time with yourself to kind of build the relationship with yourself that's one of support um, will help you then emerge later on when it's time to um, repair when it's time to come back to relationships when it's because you'll feel more renewed in yourself and what you want and less um kind of uh less adapted I guess for other people but you're doing it for you so I guess around this time that will be really important is to as much as it is relational focus on yourself and your own patterns of relation first and also caring for yourself first um because Scorpio, 8th house energy, Pluto energy, it's about intimacy as well, vulnerability. Um, if we can't be vulnerable with ourselves, we can't be vulnerable with other people. If we can't, um, classic, if you can't love yourself, yeah. how the hell are you going to love anybody yeah. else, RuPaul? I was just thinking that <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. But it's also about, it's connected to Pluto, so it's about power struggles too. So if we're not in our own power, um, then and we don't know our own boundaries and our own authority, uh, then we get lost in in relationships where there's heavy power dynamics. Yeah. <laughs> it's heavy stuff, some yeah. of it. <laughs> but it will... And after the heavy stuff, maybe bringing so much light and light feeling mm-hmm. and sort of relief and release and things kind of feel more effortless because you've dealt with the darker yep. things that are holding you yeah in that place we can be really scared of like the depth mm-hmm. scorpio brings depth um and it's scary mm. it's scary for a lot of people to go that deep and to hit you know sometimes people describe it as rock bottom mm. you know um i don't know why i just thought rock bottom and i just imagine like just crystals at the bottom I'm like yeah but rock bottom sounds cool <laughs> if it's like a cool cave of like crystals yeah we'll go down there i'll go chill out rock bottom yeah um find all the treasures down there it's true there's actually, treasures yeah. Yeah. yeah literally there's treasures at rock yeah. bottom um and it's just to have the courage to not only um get there but sit there and know that you're still okay and know that you're still um that that is the ultimate act of self-care is sitting with and being with yourself for yourself caring for yourself in that space and knowing that you you'll come back up it just will take the time it takes Mm. um so kind of to set up whatever helps you get there sit there surrender to it um and not uh i don't know it's kind of it's a bit of like facing your fears in that Mm. i think in general society we have like fears around vulnerability um, feeling pain and they're seen more quite as a neg- negative thing whereas they're part of the journey and result in amazing things after mm. um, and it's rather than it being um, something to fear or not want to do it's like working through them and you come out the other side 
so much stronger or feeling so much lighter and ready like amazing things happen when people mm-hmm. go through that period of healing and it kind of it, it relates back to as well the um conversations been having about silence and there's almost such a sort of fear of silence mm-hmm. and amazing things happen in silence that's when people have beautiful ideas mm-hmm. um or we, we start to hear ourselves or have questions that we want to answer or work through or creative things that happen and if that silence isn't there if you're not that giving yourself that time on your own in the quiet you'll never really hear those things that could be beautiful mm-hmm. and that once nurtured become amazing yep and so in the dark in the depths in the silence there's all these things that need to come out whether it's things that um are scary to look at but then mm-hmm. also beautiful mm-hmm. and the like i think of that as well in movement quality so you think that the silence is also stillness because mm. i think also in um a, this productive capitalistic society we're moving 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 constantly and we don't stop and pause and kind of take stock for what what's happening in us what's happening around us because we're so um we get very cerebral uh but scorpio is a water sign it's in the feelings you know it's um opposite to taurus they're like the buddies on the opposite ends of the zodiac wheel mm-hmm. that's why taurus is going to be the next uh, moon phase that we're in for the lunar eclipse um and they they work with the second house and the eighth house and so taurus is an earth sign so it's very in the body Scorpio is a water sign, so it's very in the feels. And so if we try to get up into the air qualities of cerebral kind of thinking, or if we try to get into the fire qualities of action, we're actually working against um, the stillness, just sitting with, staying with, honoring, honoring what's coming up in the moment. Like you said, there's just, there's a lot of like potential in the silence. And so it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're not Scorpio. It's it's what what you're living in now that Scorpio exists now. It doesn't matter what sign no you are, and it depends on your chart. So, however, it might be affecting your chart. Um, you might have placements that are connected to Scorpio, or like hit this kind of um, solar eclipse in a quite direct way. Um, so everybody will be affected slightly differently, but because the general energies um, will be affected by these three planets being in Scorpio, we will all feel it. So we'll all have the similar thing, but we all have our different relationships with with um, the Scorpio energy. So we will be affected differently. Mm. Um, but definitely if you're interested in looking into how specifically this astrological event will affect you you can look up your chart and see where um this solar eclipse is happening in your chart and you can see what house it's in and if you look at what house it's in that will tell you what area of life will it will affect the most um so if it's in the fourth house the fourth house will represent like your home your family your kind of intimate like home life if it's in the tenth, it will be in the career space. Of course, you can get quite specific yeah. when you put your chart kind of on top of mm-hmm. what's happening right now. Exactly. 
Cool. Yeah, which is very cool. Yeah, because I've only ever really thought about the chart as from what's happened when I was born kind of thing, mm-hmm. not thinking about putting it the whole chart kind of. Yeah, so those are natal yeah. charts, the born, like the when mm. you're born. And then you have transit charts, which you can put like a composite on top of a natal chart. So you can see what's happening for you in relation to your natal chart. So it's happening in the world and then you and then where that all mixes together. Wow. It's pretty cool. (laughs) It's very complex as well. I have to think of it like visually in order to like really understand it. Yeah. So I do recommend going and looking at charts and your chart and like if you're interested in studying it a bit. Mm. So exciting. Yeah. So, So on the actual new moon, it could be good for somebody to find a place of stillness on their own um mm-hmm. stillness and um would that be in their home space in the bath or somewhere quiet or even outside in nature mm-hmm. and giving themselves that time to be able to actually listen to what their body is what's in the depths without the depths being scary mm-hmm yeah, allowing allowing for this to be like a moment where you're choosing to go to the depths. Yeah. So that you take a bit of the power back. Mm. You're not just hitting rock bottom. Mm. Like sometimes we do that accidentally. Yeah. We're like, oh crap, we're there. But this is a point where you can really choose to. And it is good to be alone, but it also might mean that if you're with people, it just means that you're focusing in on yourself. Yeah. You can still be with other people, but still think about yourself and care for yourself in those moments because um, I know lots of people like to do rituals like together mm. as well but in general um, the solar eclipse can have the kind of energies of it being quite um, exciting too it's not all dark and yeah. ah, you know um, there can be ex- it can, there can be excitement there can be some jarring kind of energies with it um, but ultimately that's what change does um, and there's no kind of uh, judgment value on that it's not good or bad it's not like positive or negative um it's not even neutral as a judgment value it just mm. is yeah um so there will be joy there may be sadness there might be anger there might be excitement you know um there might be relaxation you know we yeah. it will feel different for everybody but point is there will be change and um you can choose whether you get on board with it or not but if you don't get on board, it's still going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because new moons are quite often associated with setting intentions, moving forward, new beginnings. And so then when we're saying, talking about bringing up and releasing and or those other things that were sort of keeping down being seen, mm-hmm. um, it's combining it with the moving forward and the, the lighter and the mm-hmm. that kind of new beginnings intentions all those kind of things mm-hmm. there's, there's a way to marry up those two yeah yeah definitely um and you know see see change is something that is um necessary yeah and can be really beautiful mm. because it can we know it can <laughs> you know we've seen it in ourselves and other yeah. people you know we see it happen all the time yeah transformation is intense yeah and it was a few weeks ago um, here at the store. It there was a, such a stillness. Like before, we've been talking about creating the space, creating the stillness, and then we created it energetically and also physically. There was space, and then 
we, it's all, we were all like, well, we've created the space, but then it almost felt still and and um, stuck. Mm. And then it then loads of amazing things started to happen. Loads of positive things started to happen when I stopped sort of waiting for that them to come. Mm. It's like right, we've created the stillness, created the space. Uh, come on, where's everything? And it's like it'll come when it's supposed to. And allowing and being okay with the patience of it. Mm-hmm. And then it sets in, then it comes, and then it drip feeds in. Then all these amazing things started to happen. Yeah, it's like trusting divine timing. Yeah, trust that change will come. Yeah, I can be a little bit like that. I can be a bit like, no, 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 I see the change coming, and I want it to happen, so I want to force it. Yeah, it's like. Mm, it's not really going to be forced. Yeah. It's going to do its own thing. And it's going to also show up unexpected. Mm. Uh, and it's just our choice whether we um, really surrender into that or not. Mm. Um, and not surrendering into it will feel like a battle. Mm. It'll feel like a fight. Sometimes we're a bit half-half and we're like, oh, I'm really battling my, like, really battling the mind right now. So many thoughts. And you can choose to just be like, okay, well, those are the thoughts. Mm. You know? Let them happen. I'm going to stop fighting it, you know. So we don't need to fight ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. We do it, but we don't need to all the time. Um, I know you were going to ask me this, but I was wondering. <laughs> I'm stealing your question. <laughs> I was wondering if you thought of any crystals during this conversation that um, reminded you if we have any recommendations for people out there. It's really funny, actually, because we're both Audrey and I went out into the store to choose some crystals before we started today. And um, um, I had a really feeling, feel, drawing to a darker stone. Um, and I went for this some black pearls and I went for them and I was like, mm, that doesn't feel quite right. And then um, I felt like I wanted Labradorite. Mm. And so I was choosing some different pieces. And then I thought, oh, actually, no, Labradorite is more about the full moon um, and about letting go. And that's not really the new moon and this period. But I'll take it anyway. And then through this conversation, it's actually really perfect because it's even though we're on the new moon, it's the eclipse and the Scorpio and everything is about releasing those mm-hmm. deeper things. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> actually it's perfect. It works. It works. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is that... Um, Transformational and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And as much as like crystals are great for very specific things, certain energies, I think it's also important to trust like... Um, how you feel about something specifically yeah, yeah sure that might be normally for like a full moon but no it works yeah. it works for you right now it works for this um i have no idea why i chose what did you do um aragonite or aragonite how do yeah, you say it i'd say aragonite but i, I don't say know. aragonite too yeah um i've i've just been looking at this one for a while honestly it's really nice it's so cool um it's um it's all warm you guys can't see it <laughs> it's quite it's a it's like a flame shape and it's an almost soft ambery color like a sort of beat I don't know how you mm-hmm. describe it but it's got amazing lines through it it's almost like ghost like yeah it's really like, intriguing I don't I don't know much about Yellowy. Aragonite do mm. you do you know about Aragonite not really cool <laughs> <laughs> we're crystal experts um no but sometimes I don't know there's something about it that it it's quite a light stone and I don't usually look at the light stones and mm. feel like they're the most like grounding but yeah. i just feel like this one's very grounding um the 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 sort of the stripes through it really 
interests me and we've got those little grey ones in the, the double mm-hmm. pointed ones and they almost like they make you want to like dive into it mm-hmm. yeah 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 no it, it looks delicious mm. <laughs> um but I also was thinking for Scorpio I always think about um smoky quartz for some reason mm. just there's something about it something about that like honors the darkness mm. like honors the shadows mm. I really like that and gives like psychic protection because yeah. when you're in the Scorpio energy in the shadows oh yeah it can the shadow sides of Scorpio is like manipulation um obsession mm. um addiction things like that so I think it's it offers a grounding into kind of access positive shadow aspects yeah which is cool yeah smoky quartz always makes me think of um like that it's got quartz in it with i know the whole thing is smoky but just then when you were speaking it's like the the clarity of quartz inside with like this smokiness around it Mm -hmm. and so even the the, the, there's the smokiness around it inside is that clarity like burst yeah thing inside yep it's grounded in that like unconscious darkness Mm. like i don't know there's something really cool about it and it's Mm. like spooky season vibes (laughs) (laughs) it's halloween time yeah um yeah cool um well i would say what would be cool actually if we had a like a question (laughs) and answer thing maybe next time we'll we could put out that we're going to be doing a podcast about a certain thing and Mm -hmm. if people wanted to send in questions before yeah and we could do a little question and answer at the end of um people's questions that'd be yeah. quite cool so let us know interactive. and you can also um on whatever podcast streaming platform you're listening to this you can rate us and leave us a bit of a review as well and you can also dm us on instagram at solstice london um and you can let us know what you think and if you have any suggestions for future episodes let us know yeah thanks for listening thank you audrey thank you bye bye bye